Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning, podcast listeners. I think there are so many things that I love about being of a certain age, of a certain elderly age, that I, you know, I don't regret or miss my youth that much at all, possibly. But there are some things that were easier even though they didn't feel easier at the time and i think it's to do with when we're young we, we sometimes have to do things and we're given no choice in them that's not always a good thing sometimes though it is a good thing because when we get to a certain age we can easily and that's the benefit of it we can say no i don't think i'll do that no i don't want to do that no i don't like doing that no i'm not good at that and we don't have to do it but sometimes there are things that we really, really would be better off doing, but we just can't get out of the whole negative self-talk that says, I don't wanna do that, I don't like it, I'm not good at it. And and that would be fine if that was just a one-off, you know, do you wanna do a bungee jump? No thanks, not really my thing. But when it comes to ordinary everyday things that impact and impair our life, I'm thinking of an example in my own work where for ages I've hated doing videos and because I work for myself it's very easy because no one's actually going to say to me have you done that video 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 because I just I think oh no I'll procrastinate I'll delay I won't do it I'll find something else to do uh, I'll tell myself oh, maybe I, I don't need to do video or I'll do something really badly and which will confirm my aforementioned uh, belief that I'm rubbish at them anyway. And this kind of links in with yesterday's episode about uh, inner critics. And so we cause ourselves so much pain by, by having this ability to go, oh no, maybe I won't do it now. Maybe I'll do it later. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. And never actually doing it. Whereas when we're younger, there's probably a boss or a parent or a teacher who's going to say, have you done that yet? Have you done that yet? I need that now. And so we go, oh, I don't mind doing it, but we do it anyway. And having overcome the hurdle of doing something, especially if it's something that we have to repeat, we eventually get over the whole, I can't do that thing. So if I think of the example, so my, my older life thing is video. Thankfully, that didn't exist when I was younger. Well, I don't know, I might have got used to it had it existed. But if I compare that to my first real job this sounds crazy now but part of my job was picking up the phone to customers which i became incredibly expert at you know customer service customer relationships picking up the phone not a problem i i would now always choose to pick up the phone rather than oh, send a text send an email i just picked up the phone and ring but in my first job 
oh my goodness, the thought that I had to pick up a phone and talk to someone I'd never met and didn't know and and they were going to ask me to do stuff. And it just filled me with dread. And, and I would gladly have never, ever, ever done it and just gone, no, I can't do it. And just, you know, because that part of me was crying inside. Thinking, oh, I can't do this. But it was my job. So I had to and I got over it. And the same thing happened with doing presentations. Uh, I remember at university standing up in front of people or going to a big meeting because I, for some insane reason, decided to get myself elected to the student union and did, which meant you had to talk in front of large groups of people and go to big meetings with real grown-ups. And and I used to be crushed. I, I, my throat would dry up. I couldn't speak. There was no saliva in my mouth. I, I just it was awful. I hated it. And given the choice, I'd never have done it. But I then went to work in advertising and it was part of my job to do presentations, which I hated. It was like, oh, no, don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. You know, I'd be that one. I'd be the one in the loo. Oh, where's Shirley? I think she might be in the loo. I hated it, but because I had to do it as part of my job, I learned to do it. I acquired skills in it. I kept doing it and I came to enjoy it to the extent that not that I don't get nervous, but I don't get terrified. And I choose, you know, I choose to stand up and be a speaker or do a presentation. I actively choose to do it. And so it has benefited me being in a position where I have had to do something and be and had to confront my whole, oh, don't want to do it. Whereas in later life, I haven't had to do that with videos until these last few months when I finally, I, I wanted to do it for ages, just couldn't find the right person, finally got to work with someone in my business, on my business, who says to me, Here's a script. Can you go and record that video? I need it for a Facebook ad or a thank you page on a on a sign up form on mine. And I and I don't have any choice because it's like, oh, I don't want to, but I think no, this is a team. He's done his part, and now he wants me to do mine, and he can't do his the next part of his job until I do this. And so. I still do the whole grumbly dragging my feet. Oh, God. Oh. You know, and I, then I have to go and put on makeup. And I try to do my hair, but sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And I have to get over that. And um, and I do still do multiple recordings of a video. But in the past, I would have spent all day, all day. And I still wouldn't have been happy with it. It still wouldn't have been right. It still wouldn't have gone well. But now... I just have to get it done quicker. And also what I would have done in the end, I've just gone, I don't, I don't care. Just, just oh, it, it's the best I can do. But now I'll do something. And, I, and I've reached that point where I think, oh, it's, oh, God, it's fine. It's fine. And I'll send it to him and he'll come back with, could you do that again? Because, you know, you won't look at the camera or, or there was reflection here or you missed out this bit that you were supposed to say or whatever. <laughs> something and I'm thinking oh no no so I have to go and put the makeup on again and uh you know or he'll say oh the lighting wasn't very good oh, yeah well, I was in a cozy room now you want me to go into a cold room where the light's better so I have to get over that whole 
teenage churlishness of don't want to do it and um and just do it because it's now an expected part of my job so part of the message you might think part of the message is just get someone who tells you what to do uh and maybe that is the message because frankly it helps it does help to have someone who's in your business who helps you move past that whole ridiculous inner negative self-talk will i ever be brilliant at videos probably not but you never know i might suddenly decide i love them and but but what i need to be is passable at them i need to have a degree of confidence with them that i can be as easy on a video as i am here on a podcast and to just be able to speak normally if, if i do ever speak normally and and be myself which is actually really hard to do on video i find so yeah i'm sure there's stuff in your life especially if you work for yourself or even if you work for other people that you perhaps circumnavigate you try to find excuses not to do and it doesn't mean you have to be the expert you know sometimes it if you can defer to someone who's even better at it than you are and it makes sense to do that and do it that you know that's the other end of the spectrum is we make ourselves do things yeah, here's the contrast. We make ourselves do things we really aren't good at, like, oh, you know, I'll write this this email, this marketing email, or I'll write this web page, or I'll build this web page, or uh, I'll, I don't know, do whatever things we faff around with online doing. Uh, mostly it's online stuff because we don't want to spend money on anybody else doing it, even though they would do it a million times better than us and take a tenth of the time and not grumble and they just do this amazing job and we could get on with things that we really like doing there's the balance and you have to choose which is which which bits do i actually have to do i can't get out of because it really makes sense that i do it because it's my business and people expect to see me on a video talking about me delivering a webinar talking about me delivering a course rather than someone who has nothing to do with it on the other hand does it need to be me that creates that web page that puts that video in it that writes those ads no so there's the balance is recognize the things you have to do and just get better at them get over yourself <laughs> and the things you aren't genuinely like why are you doing them why are you doing them get rid of them as quickly as possible to somebody that loves it and is good at it there my lesson for today short and sweet by my standards so if you found this helpful as ever please share widely on any social media channels if you even know what social media is kind of a downside or an upside to people of a certain age <clears throat> and connect with me over at the mental wealth factory i do pop in there once a day because it's my job <laughs> but, I, but I may get someone else to do that um, but for now it's me and uh, well, well, otherwise I will see you tomorrow have a great rest of day enjoy take care bye for now